Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. For today's episode, I wanted to talk about how to step into alignment. Being in alignment can help us become the master manifestors and creators that we are. I believe that we are all spiritual beings living a human experience, and often it's our soul that we want to come into alignment with, because I believe we all have a soul mission. This is something that I've also learned through studying astrology. If you are into astrology, then you might have heard of the North and South node. We each have these placements in our natal charts and the north node points to what our soul wants to learn in this lifetime or our destiny and our south node points towards talents and gifts that our soul brought into this lifetime that they might have learned from a previous life. And the key here is to balance out the two to fulfill your soul's destiny, mission, purpose, or whatever else you want to call it. And if you are unsure of how to read your natal chart and you want to know, you know, what your soul is wanting to learn in this lifetime or what your north node is and what is in your natal chart that can help push you towards your soul's mission, I offer natal chart readings and I would love to give one for you. I will leave a link in the show notes below for you to sign up if you're interested. But when you are in alignment with your soul's purpose or in alignment with your higher self, you are essentially living life from a state of flow, which can help you create and manifest with ease. I like to think of it as feelings of inner peace. You feel inner peace and I think we all search for that feeling. We want to feel at peace. We want to feel fulfilled right? So what I really wanted to focus on in this episode is how you can tell if you are not in alignment and how to readjust to come back into alignment. So let's just jump into it. The first indication for me that made me realize that I was not in alignment with my soul's purpose was the fact that I hated my job. My job was draining me and I constantly felt exhausted and unmotivated to want to go into work. And here's the thing, I know people will hear me say this and think, okay, but your job isn't supposed to be fun. You aren't supposed to enjoy your job. I've heard all of this before. When I was stuck in a soul-sucking job, people would often tell me, well, that's life. Life is hard and it's not supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be easy. But I eventually got to a point one day where I had a breakdown and I started to question those beliefs. You know, you're telling me I'm supposed to hate my job and go to work five to six days a week for the next 40 to 50 years while being miserable and unfulfilled because of some survival mode mentality? Whose narrative is that? Because it's no longer going to be mine. And I noticed a lot of older generations tend to look at people like me and think that we are so entitled for believing that we should just be allowed to have a job that we enjoy and that they think that we're lazy because we are over here flipping the script on what they've been conditioned to believe for so long. So I'm lazy because I want a job that I I enjoy. I'm lazy because I think having two days off from work isn't enough. I'm lazy because I care about my mental health. Well then fine, call me lazy. 
that's their perspective and that is because they have been taught to believe that work isn't meant to be something enjoyable. You need to work hard to afford a roof over your head and food on the table. It's something they are so used to that it's hard for them to see a different perspective. And personally, for me, okay, I grew up in a small town where everyone did the same exact thing. We went to school and we were pushed to go to college to get the typical nine to five job or, you know, to become a doctor, a nurse, a lawyer, or whatever other job that society views as normal. Um, No one around me really had this dream big, think big mentality. And when people ask me what career I wanted to pursue, I had no idea because nothing made me feel that spark or passion. I didn't want to be a doctor. I didn't want a nine to five. I didn't feel like it fit me. I didn't want to be a lawyer. I considered being a teacher once or twice, but even then I was unsure. I have nothing against anyone who feels passionate about these kinds of jobs. If that's what lights you up, that means that it is in alignment for you. But for me, those jobs didn't light me up. They weren't in alignment for me. And when I was in middle school and high school, I used to sit at home watching people on YouTube who would do, you know, makeup and create content for a living. And it was in those moments that I felt a spark. I looked at them creating content and I remember visioning myself doing what they were doing. It was something I would find myself enjoying. The amount of time I spent watching these content creators was actually insane and it was way more time than I'd like to admit. But even though I had this spark and felt like that was a job I'd love to do, I didn't pursue it right away. Because I lived in a small town where everyone just followed the status quo. I was afraid to dream big. I didn't believe it was possible for me. I had no examples in my everyday life of success in pursuing this goal, so it felt so out of reach. No one was on YouTube or creating content online. It was often just made fun of or laughed at. If I told someone I wanted to be a content creator, they would look at me sideways. So instead of following my intuition and pursuing that goal, I let my ego get the best of me. I was feared into a corner where I followed the status quo. I went to college because that was considered normal because without a college degree, I wouldn't be successful. That was the narrative that was pushed upon me. But halfway through my second year of college, I couldn't do it anymore. I hated college. I was studying something that didn't make me feel fulfilled and I felt like I was wasting money, so I just dropped out. And this decision then created a ripple effect. I was a full-time waitress and that was a struggle in itself. I never had any money. I worked more than I slept. I was miserable and dealt with some of the most miserable people. I felt like I had no purpose. I was unfulfilled and it was because I was not in alignment. That's when I knew something had to change. I finally went back to that inner child dream of mine and I started a blog which led me to creating content and now here I am working full time as a content creator and I enjoy what I do. But even as a content creator doing what I love, I have moments where I feel like I'm not in alignment because you can enjoy what you do, but still have moments where you slip and that's okay. Whether it's because you were burning yourself out, taking on way too much, or simply just needing to figure out why you started in the first place. But I find oftentimes we are afraid to follow our passion because we grow up in situations that challenge us when it comes to following our intuition. Our intuition is so strong as a child, but as we get older, our intuition is pushed away due to external circumstances, society, parents, school, and all of the people around us. So if you really want to step into alignment, I challenge you to think back to what lit you up as a child. What did you enjoy doing? What hobbies did you 
you have because chances are a lot of those inner child passions will help you align with your soul's purpose. If you feel drained by your everyday life, chances are you may not be in alignment and it's okay to dream big. It's okay to question the current narrative that is being pushed upon you. And I actually feel like too many people choose not to question their current beliefs because they believe that what's been taught or pushed onto them is truth. Too many people are afraid to go against what is viewed as society's norms. And sometimes it's because there is this underlying fear of being judged or this fear of making the wrong choice. But I find judgment is usually the number one thing that holds so many of us back. That used to be me. But wow, you know, it has been so refreshing to just be who I want to be. It's refreshing to do what is best for me without letting the opinions of others control my life. I was put into situations where people shared different beliefs from me. I believe it was so that I could learn how to start trusting in my own intuition and beliefs and then help others do the same through communicating. I have heavy Sagittarius energy. I have my sun, moon, Mercury, Mars, Venus, and North Node all in Sagittarius. So the one thing I will not allow is people to control my life and make decisions for me. And I truly feel like I was meant to learn how to follow and trust my intuition. All right, so the second way to notice if you aren't in alignment is if you feel drained by your relationships or if you find yourself feeling like you just don't belong. And like I mentioned in previous episodes, we often attract people into our life that reflect our unhealed wounds to us. As humans, we are all about comfort and doing what is familiar. It's what our ego seeks out. Our ego seeks out comfort. So if we had emotionally unavailable parents as a child, we often will seek out relationships with people who are emotionally unavailable because that's what feels familiar and comfortable to us. But often this will attract relationships that aren't in alignment with our highest self. And these relationships can distract us from being able to align with our soul's purpose or these relationships will teach us lessons that will eventually help us step into alignment. So this past year, I actually made a lot of changes when it comes to who I surround myself with and it was honestly really freaking hard. I had childhood friends that I had to distance myself from. We've had a lot of good times together and we lost touch for a bit and reconnected when I was in college. We ended up hanging out again and we made a few other friends. Before you know it, there was a group of about six or seven of us. But have you ever felt alone in a crowd? That's often how I felt when I was hanging out with this group. I felt like I didn't fit in. I was constantly having my, you know, rejection and abandonment wounds triggered. There was a lot of gossiping that took place within the group and it started to really just throw my energy off. Those feelings are often an indication that these relationships aren't in alignment with what your soul is desiring. And here's the thing. I'm not saying these friends are bad people. There's no hate towards them. And I think they are great but we just weren't in alignment anymore. My soul was wanting something more. My soul was ready to move on to a deeper connections that were more than just partying and going out and having a good time. I wanted to build those deep connections and talk about things that mattered to me and what mattered to me didn't matter to them and vice versa. I was always feeling like I had to prove myself in order to feel worthy within that group setting and I was always overextending myself or so it felt that way always feeling like I was celebrating everyone else, but when it was my turn to be celebrated, no one was there. 
It was a lonely feeling, but this chapter of my life was just an indication that I had a lot of healing to do. I can't blame them for the way I felt because that's also on me too. So I had to make a really tough decision to walk away from these friendships. And what I've learned about friendships, because I've lost many friends along my journey in life, I've learned that you need to find a balance between putting your expectations onto someone and setting a boundary. I set this expectation that I expected my friends to celebrate me on my birthday. I set an expectation that, you know, my friends would reach out to me weekly to check in. I set an expectation that my friends would be there to celebrate me when something good happened in my life. And often we push these expectations onto people, which can lead to disappointment. If they don't show up for us the way that we expect them to, we're disappointed. We also put these expectations onto others without communicating what we need in a friendship. We can't just assume people will know what we need. We have to express and communicate our needs, even in friendships. Have you ever heard of love languages? Well, it works for friendships too. We all show up differently in friendships and some of us need more than others. And it's important to communicate with your friend the kind of friendship that you need. And it's important for the friend to communicate if they are able to show up for their friend in that capacity or not. Because that's how you set boundaries, right? Let's say, for example, if my friend tells me, you know, it means a lot to me if you text me every other day to check in. And perhaps for me, that's just a lot because I'm going through a lot in my own personal life and it's hard for me to be able to be there for someone in that capacity. So I would have to then set that boundary by saying something like, I would love to check in every other day, but sometimes, you know, I get busy. Just know it's nothing personal. I will do my best to check in weekly because you matter to me. And at the end of the day, sometimes you just grow apart or you no longer align with certain people and that's okay. Some relationships are here to teach us lessons and help us grow. And down the line, if you find you are in alignment again, then maybe they come back. But the great thing about letting go of what's no longer aligned with you is that you make room for those who are. And that's exactly what happened. Letting go of the friendships that I was no longer in alignment with brought me closer to the ones who were in alignment with me, those who I consider my soul family. It's the friendships I have where I feel like we can talk about anything and everything, judgment-free, the friendships that aren't based off of gossip, and the ones where I can call them up on a lazy day and sit on their couch and be content even if we do nothing at all. It's those friendships that make my soul feel good feel seen, feel heard, where I never have to doubt or question my worth in the relationship. So I have, a, you know, a handful of friends now that make me feel understood. I don't feel like an outsider. Those are the connections that are in alignment with my soul. You will know if a person is aligned with you. The relationship will make you feel good. You won't feel anxious, drained, or judged. But you also need to do the inner work too and show up for yourself the way that you want others to show up for you because it all starts within. And this goes for love relationships too. And this kind of ties into my next point. Another indication that you may not be in alignment is if you are hiding your authenticity. If you are afraid to be who you are and if you aren't allowing yourself to truly be who you want want to be in fear of judgment, criticism, or whatever else, then this is a huge indication that you are not in alignment. This was something I struggled with for a long time. I was afraid to be a content creator because of judgment. I was afraid to let my voice be heard. I was afraid to show up on a podcast. I was afraid to give my opinion. I was afraid to tell my family that I'm a tarot reader and that I love tarot and astrology because it goes against their religious beliefs and I felt like they wouldn't accept me for who I am. But hiding your authentic self creates dissatisfaction. It creates 
creates feelings of being unfulfilled and it steers you away from alignment. Learning how to embrace your authenticity and not being afraid to follow your dreams and live life the way you feel called to live it can be so freeing and it truly brings you back into alignment. It's all about working through those fears and looking at judgment from a different perspective because Like I always say, judgment is based off of someone's opinions that are created through their belief system and perspective. It's not truth, it's not fact. We all have opinions based off of our beliefs and what we believe to be true, but it isn't necessarily truth. Going back to the example of people thinking, you know, let's say for example, someone who has a successful career as a TikTok content creator is considered lazy and entitled, but that would be a reflection of their belief system. They believe that this TikTok content creator doesn't work hard because their view of hard work is a nine to five societal job. So since this career path does not align with their beliefs, it's considered lazy. But that's just perspective. At the end of the day, who cares, right? Who truly cares? Who cares if people think that you are lazy? Let them, let them think what they want. At the end of the day, they aren't living your life for you. They aren't dealing with the effects of your life choices. You are. So why let an external opinion decide the effect that you are going to have to deal with? You need to take back your power and remember that you are co-creating your reality with the universe. So do what you think is best for you. And another sign that you are not in alignment is when you are not in flow. When we try to control everything and force situations, this can be a sign that we are not in alignment. When you are in alignment, you often just go with the flow and don't feel the need to have to control the outcome of everything. In fact, the need to always be in control is usually a trauma response and an indication that growing up you felt that your power was taken away from you in some way or that your life was constantly changing and it was out of your control. So having control gives you that peace of mind, but in reality, it is creating resistance and chaos all around you anyway and holding you back from alignment. When we let go of control and just live in flow, it helps us to be more aligned with not only our soul, but with the universe. I mention often that trying to control and force outcomes can create resistance and often block you from manifesting. If you want to step into alignment with your soul, you'll need to let go of that resistance. Let go of trying to control the outcome and start to trust not only in yourself, but in the universe as well. And lastly, tune into your emotions. Listen to your body because often our emotions and our body can give us signs that we are not in alignment. If you are feeling exhausted all the time, burnt out, a lack of motivation, anxious, guilty, something just feels off, then this is often an indication that you are not in alignment. Our body can also give us signs, not only fatigue and exhaustion, but things like constant headaches, always feeling run down and sick. This can also indicate that you are not in alignment. So now, how can you step into alignment? The first step is to become aware. Self-awareness is key, really figuring out what in your current reality feels off, what feels like it's not aligned, or what feels like it's holding you back from alignment. Tune into your emotions. And once you figure that out, you really want to go back to doing things that light you up, that make you feel good. It's all about rewriting your beliefs and being the observer of your own thoughts so you can figure out the thought patterns that may be holding you back. The thought patterns that keep you stuck in this cycle that is not aligned with what your soul is desiring. The first step to breaking any cycle is to make a change. Without change, the cycle repeats. 
So start there. All right, so I hope you found this episode helpful in one way or another. I will leave ways you can connect with me in the description or in the show notes below, but I am on social media if you wanna connect further at Duclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S. Feel free to share this episode. All right, I always love connecting with you guys and I really hope to see you next time. Oh,